Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Sherlux Team Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Lou Huff and Laura Black. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. How's everyone doing? Good, thank you. Although, actually, I'm not going to lie. I had Sunday Night Blues last night because it was raining all weekend. And I looked at the forecast and it's pretty much raining for the rest of time. Two weeks we've got. Two weeks. Yeah, but it's already been like a month. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) that's great. Horrendous. I saw something on Instagram that said that so far in May, we've had 36 hours of sunshine versus this time last year when we'd had 266 or something. Oh, that's depressing. Isn't it? Well, I'm going to try and be a bit positive about it. <laughs> okay. Because yesterday I really noticed it was really green. Mm. Okay. And I think a bit of rain and when the sun does shine, it's just going to look really extra spectacular. Great. We've just got to really wait for it. Yeah. That's true. It, but it was the driest April on record, I think. So yeah. I would have really rather it had just rained a lot then. But it was dry, yeah. but just not that warm exactly. it was quite cold so i think we need some like dry and warm yes now. we've yet to have a warm day unless yeah. you like stood in the sunshine yeah. and, like really you say it. sitting in your sheepskin yeah, coat it's fucking cold <laughs> which is horrible also i feel like obviously we're recording this on a monday so today restaurants are now open so you can sit inside um but up until this point it's been outside only which has been absolutely miserable also yeah. there is no reason to dress up because you no. put on your outfit and then I'll put on like a polo neck and my massive puffer. It's um, so true. I wore an yeah. M&S cashmere polo neck for dinner on Friday night. And I was yeah. like, why am I looking at you in May? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Do you know, I actually, I couldn't find mine when I was going out the other night. I was going mad. I was like, where is it? And then I realized that I put it away in storage well, for winter and I had to take it out. And why wouldn't you have? Yeah. That's exactly. the question. Lou, you need to start adhering to my life hack, my best life hack, which is going out for dinner on a Sunday night. It literally yeah. eliminates all Sunday blues. So we used to do that. It was kind of our date night for the week actually was always Sunday mm-hmm. evenings. But I just have no interest in, in sitting outside recently. Yeah. So we're definitely going to pick it back up again, actually. Yeah. Also, last night was the last night you would have yeah. to yeah. say that for. They were taking it quite liberally, though. There were quite a lot of people sat, like, in inverted commas, outside. Oh, really? okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like people inside with doors open and stuff. But I think, um, I mean, there's not much difference between yesterday and today, is there? That's but nice. I did do my first workout... I mean, basically my first workout of the last year. Okay. This morning. And how was it? Incredible. Like, I know rationally that exercise makes me feel a lot better, but I just have zero motivation. I'm just lazy. Yeah. I am just lazy, physically lazy. So I haven't really done a lot over the last year. Regular listeners will know I love Cobalt, but didn't go back in between the lockdowns last yeah. year. I went back this morning because I live closer to the Chelsea one now. And just feel so good for it. Like I felt so kind of bloated and gross from our dinner out last night, mm. this morning. And I just feel so much more energetic and awake yeah. and good. And what did it, it feel morning. like? Was it, did it feel normal? Fucking hard. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but you meant in terms <laughs> I'm, of COVID. I'm not going with that bit. I'm going with like COVID the environment. Wise. I think fundamentally, if you're still really nervous of catching COVID, like you can't really go to a class like that because mm. it's way less people and this isn't COVID specific. And at the end of the day, it's a lot of people sweating and breathing into yeah. one room that isn't very well ventilated. So, you know, if you're nervous, then best to avoid. But if like me, you've just been gagging to get back into that environment, it's just the best thing ever. Yeah. 
so there's good. something as well about being around other people to exercise which makes you be better 100%. like i've been doing bar at home to a zoom screen my video is turned off and i know if i was with other people you can't not that you try and show off but you're kind of like all right i'm not going to drop first yeah. mm-hmm. but i don't know but it finally that going back into the gym yeah maybe try hardcore because well, I've only ever been to the St. John's River one, but it's super airy. It was a church. Okay. So it's got like really high ceilings and there's only ever 11 or 12 people in the class. Yeah. So I think it feels quite well spaced out. Mm. Not like you're sweating all over other people. Yeah. Laura, are you going to be hitting any classes now things are reopened? Or what will you be doing now things are reopened? Well, we oh, actually... How do you speak about exercise, actually? Oh, really? Yeah, we bought the Peloton tread. Sorry, apart from when Laura walked up and down her stairs like a yes, hundred yeah, times in it, lockdown one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I like a bit of exercise, Mm. but it's got to be done by 7am, otherwise it's not happening. Yeah, we bought the Peloton, which we have used loads during lockdown, and I just cannot ever see myself going back to a gym. Everyone who buys a Peloton says that. It's cheaper overall. Mm. More of us use it. You can do all those classes, Mm. bar and Mm. yoga, Pilates, whatever it is, and even use the app outside. So yeah, And you have the self-motivation to do that. I was just about to say, you need that motivation. Yeah. I actually think I'm better at it because I'm not faffing around getting to and from. I think there's an excuse for me not to. Yeah, Yeah. I would say it has got that in its favor. Like I could very easily be like, you know, I've had a long day in the office and I'm hungry Mm. and I can't bother to get there. Whereas... I'm at home, I don't really have an excuse. Yeah. I think especially with kids. Mm. Yeah. I need it done. Yeah, get it done. Good for you. Um, what's everybody watching? I'm really excited about today's TV chat. I feel like we've got some good things to talk so about. I know, so many goodies. holding off all morning. Should we start with Holston? Let's. You go. Okay, so Holston is a five-part Netflix series which launched on Friday. It is produced by Ryan Murphy, not directed, but people will know him from Glee, the politician. It's about the life of Roy Holston, or just Holston, who, those who don't know, was a major fashion designer in um, the 70s and 80s. Rose to fame by doing Jackie Kennedy's hats. Yes, he did her hat for the inauguration for JFK. I think that was 63, actually. So yeah. It's quite, yeah, so, so throughout quite a lot of the 20th yeah. century. Um, but it started as a milliner. And then women weren't buying hats so much. So kind of his career sort of stopped and then went back into ready to wear and couture. Yes. And he's known as kind of the purveyor of 70s glamour. He was a huge part of that Studio 54 set. So that kind of very glamorous, wafty kaftan look, you know, scrape back hair, big earrings, like that was really championed by him. This five part series is basically just about his life. And Ewan McGregor plays him amazingly. Absolutely unbelievable I mean I just lo- I have to say, I watched the whole thing this weekend and I absolutely loved the entire series I'm three episodes in I watched it all yesterday it was like rainy so I was like it's rainy I've got nothing else to do I'm gonna enjoy watching this and you and McGregor I was completely captivated mm. by him I haven't seen him in anything recently and loved him but the way that it's shot his mannerisms the writing is incredible I was just completely hooked. I, I think the casting is incredible. Some of his very close friends were Elsa Peretti and Liza Minnelli and the, everyone playing those characters just feels like such an incredible likeness. Yeah. I mean, like Trainspotting Who, like it's completely yeah, yeah, transformative. Completely, isn't it? It's like completely. a whole other world. The way that he smokes, I know smoking is really bad for you and it is not cool at all. Do not smoke, but... It does. It does. It looks so cool. It's just this glamour, and I don't. I would love to know if like that era was as glamorous as these these TV shows portray. And as we know, Ryan Murphy kind of has a way of putting a glamorous sheen on everything. I think he was behind Hollywood last year as well, wasn't he? It's amazing. Just so enjoyable. 
pure fun yeah Loved brilliant it. <laughs> the other thing that I have binged I say binge there's only been three episodes but was The Pursuit of Love which is the adaptation of Nancy Mitford's novel Pursuit of Love from 1946 Emily Mortimer has done the screenplay she also stars in it as well the cast is incredible Lily James Emily Beecham and Andrew Scott who is incredible he is definitely I the star him. of it and I really enjoyed it and it's only three episodes so it's a quite an easy watch and it's got great actors and it's really beautiful but it was just missing something I have to say I watched most of the first episode yeah. and fell asleep I thought it was <laughs> a little bit boring is that controversial no I don't think it's controversial it's- I would say the first one probably is the least exciting because it's kind of setting the scene and I love a period drama on I was a just about to say night. is it a period drama yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it is and I usually love it but I just found it a bit slow but yeah. maybe I should persevere it basically tells the tale of two cousins who are very close growing up in the 1920s and it's Lily James is basically obsessed with love and the pursuit of love and um, she basically wants to be freed from her family. She's uneducated and she's just been basically stuck at home with her brothers and her father who is played by Dominic West and they had then that romantic love affair. Creepy. I don't think anyone really realized at the time that he was playing her father Mm. in that show. Oh my God, yes. I'm picturing Daily Mail pictures. Yeah. Yeah, that weird little romantic weekend they had in Rome. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. If someone's oh playing all coming back, okay. And, and when I watch, I just kept thinking like he, there's a, a time where he sort of beats her, and you're like, oh, no, God, this gross, is gross, gross, gross. Oh. oh, maybe I have to finish it now. It's making a bit more sense <laughs> as a salacious yeah. element. To yeah. It, yeah. Isn't it? yeah, but yeah, it's beautiful. It was just missing something for mm. me. But would you but, still recommend it? Yeah, it's three episodes. Andrew Scott is brilliant so it's worth who does he it, play just him he is a family friend he's a true artist as well and is quite camp and fabulous darling okay. god he's such a good actor yeah he's so good him. in it oh okay. um he's got some good one-liners as well worth a watch on a rainy day um, okay but definitely not as good as holston okay noted laura anything to recommend I mean, no, I'm just following Lou's recommendation of SAS. Oh, yes, another one. That yeah. Um, and this is your first time watching it. First right? time. I literally love it. Yes, Laura. Yeah, it's what, so good. Why? What's so good about it? I don't feel like this is my bag, really. No, I don't oh, think so. I no. love stuff like this. How many contestants? 20? So it starts with 20. They are basically doing SAS training, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a very intense boot camp for two weeks, I think it is. And um, it starts with 20 contestants, and basically they're kind of whittled down because they basically can't. They either the drop challenges. out yeah. or they're not strong they're enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's very much both physical and mental. Mm-hmm. And it's just fascinating. There's been a few celebrity versions which have also been hooked on. We were talking the other day about who would do it. And I would love to do something like yeah. that. But Lou was saying I wouldn't like the shouting. And I'm kind of with you. Like It's yeah. quite aggressive, the shouting. Yeah. They're really tested. But then it'd be like you're a fucking idiot why yeah. the fuck are you yeah, doing no. this and they get really in your face and it's obviously to test you and push of you course. to your limits they are hard yeah, as yeah, they are. nails i mean obviously they are because they're sas yeah. but yeah like each task that they do yeah. and you're like okay i could do that one like i'm fine with height so the one where they're going down the cliff i was yeah. like i'm fine but then there was this six foot five big guy last night having to go through this tiny tube yeah. the claustrophobia i was like i couldn't do it yeah, I couldn't yeah. Do it. everyone's got a different thing and, that and it's set just them off. interesting as well seeing that the contestants journey like they've obviously gone through something themselves and there's you know i think when you watch it you're like why would you put yourself mm. up for this but i think they've been through their own personal journey and, and challenges and they're kind of seeing this as you know if i can get through this mm. i'm going to come out a different person or, or they've got their own demons that they need to sure. face basically quickly where can i watch SES? 
He who does wins. Channel Hold. four. Already. He who does wins. That sounds a bit Shakespeare, is it? Who yeah. does wins? Yeah, who does yeah. wins. Channel four. Thanks. <laughs> All right. We're going to stick to our new format of answering some of your questions. We asked you on Instagram what you wanted us to talk about today. And as usual, there's a lovely variety of questions. Um, one that really caught my eye. I really like this. These are going to come in a random order. Serious, frivolous. Let's just see how it goes. If Sherlock didn't exist, brackets gasp, what would you be doing? I love that question. Ooh. I don't think we've ever talked about that on the podcast before. Maybe let's, you know, because we'd probably all just say we'd be doing the same at another magazine. So maybe if if you were doing something else should be the question. Okay. What would you do? What would you have chosen to do? Maybe you can have like a fantasy answer, like a dream job, and then also like what you'd really be doing. I've always said I would be something in like the care industry. Oh, Yeah, that's I'd love nice. to do something like that. Before I worked at Sherlock's I did some time in old people's home I also did some work experience in a prison I think yeah I definitely do something totally opposite really different to what I do now I didn't realize you were into prisons like Georgie yeah yeah, yeah. that was before we even knew each other so that's weird yeah. it's like, oh, I did a how does one do work experience at prison what can you do I shadowed a sexual parole officer fuck yeah that's intense. intense yeah wow fascinating it was eye-opening yeah I bet what prison uh, Bullingdon Prison okay. in Oxfordshire. Really different. They are the low of the low yeah. in prison life. Society, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's quite weird when you're reading these people's kind of files and then they come in and, you know, the prisoner brings you a cup of tea. Like, ah, get oh, away. God, that's brave. How Just old heard you? you hit a 10-year-old girl underneath your bed oh for three weeks. God, yeah. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah. How old were you when you did that? 22. Fuck, that takes balls, Laura, because you're also mm. like a small little blonde lady. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, as in, <laughs> I, like I don't think I'd have the balls to do yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe it's better when you do it younger, though. Yeah, you're a bit more naive. A bit more naive. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Cool. Lou? Maybe something in architecture. I think combining my love of maths and art and buildings often I'll go, I'll go past the building site and say Charlotte so fascinating how these buildings are made and, and put together and everything and Charlotte's like couldn't care less yeah I literally don't give a shit she's always oh like God, do you ever you want to hang out with it I find those things really oh, we'll go past that like stop yes. and pause yeah. we'll go past the cranes and she'll be like oh I wonder why yeah. this floor came are you back fascinated? not well <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the I wonder why <laughs> Just rolling out my uh, my Nessa voice for you. <laughs> That's not on purpose. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, something, I don't know, structural engineering. Quite fascinated mm. by that. Interesting. You? Well, my dream was always to be on the West End stage. My dream remains to be on the West End stage. I don't think it's going to happen anytime. Eloise is laughing at me. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I think um, we need to share a car journey with some, yeah, some musicals. Oh my God, literally, let's get my musical playlist. Oh, on. I just love yeah. it. What would be the dream show? Such a big question. I feel like a dream role is probably um, Wicked. I thought you'd say Joseph. No, well, Joseph, <laughs> the narrator in Joseph was like my childhood dream. Oh. Okay. That's a great role. That still is, it's actually. It's a great role. Yeah, yeah, I quite like that one. Um, but yeah, and you I, don't need... Oh, no, you do need to sing for that. No, you definitely yeah, need yeah. to sing for all of the roles yeah. that I'm interested in. Yeah, sadly. And yeah, and definitely being an actor is not for me. I just wanted to okay. sing on stage, but no one will let me. So um, <laughs> that's probably it. What, so I don't know what the hell I'd be doing if, if it wasn't for this. Definitely not. Well, I don't, I'm definitely not qualified to be a structural no, engineer. So I think and I'm not qualified to be a prison officer. No, so yeah. not. Okay, fair enough. We'll go with that then. Another question. Best place to go for a girly birthday day slash evening in early June in London? I've got an answer for this. You go. Okay. I think that Wild by Tart is the most perfect girl nice. yeah. place 
to eat. I actually went with Ben on Friday night and he was quite out of place with a lot of groups of girlfriends. Yeah. I just think it's like special enough yeah. but without being like super fancy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so, the food is amazing. It's so girly. I think it's lovely. Yeah, it's also, I know this isn't probably what you're asking for, but it's such a good location. Mm. Often I find that when you're trying to meet girlfriends, like everyone's coming from all over and like there's certain spots which are more convenient for some and some for others. Victoria is great. So true. And it's so pretty. It's got quite mm. a New York warehouse yeah. vibe to it, hasn't it? Yeah. That's a really good shout actually. It's a really good girly option. Yeah. Anywhere else? I also think Dalloway Terrace is also really mm. lovely for a sort of a late lunch. You can sit outside. Yes. It's always really pretty. Oh my God, actually, you know where I went the other day, which is incredible, is the Standard at King's Cross, mm-hmm. part of the Standard Hotel group. And they have a rooftop bar, which is absolutely incredible. And annoyingly, that's not where we had booked. We had booked the bar downstairs. Okay. But a couple of my friends knew a guy who worked there who took us upstairs and we were like, damn it, it was fully booked. But it's got the most insane views across yeah. the whole of London. I mean, seriously, like really far reaching. It's like a huge, huge space. And it's kind of like, it's a bit kitsch. It's like fake grass and kind of like, you know, big loungy sofa areas. It's yeah. huge. Like it shouldn't be that hard to find a spot there in the summer. They've got like a hot dog stand up there. It's like an amazing spot. Also King's Cross, not bad for No, great. Transport. That's a really good one as well. Um, great place to just like pitch up with a bottle of rosé for the afternoon Fine. yeah oh, nice. yeah like so nice yeah that's one of the things i really want to do is go to a reef terrace hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Oh, this is a good question. Any designer purchase regrets? I feel like we're both quite careful. Yeah, I, I massively like overthink my designer purchases. Mm, me too. Um, I once bought a little red bag from Mulberry, like a tiny little one, and it's not really my vibe. How tiny? Like Jacquemus tiny? Like, it literally is probably the width of my phone. It can literally fit phone, lip balm, I think I know and, which one and a card. Mm. And it was like fun for a bit, but didn't really... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bought an Eero leather jacket, which I still love. I just wish I'd gone a size bigger. Oh, that's the worst feeling. It's really annoying. It's one of the first things I bought when I started at Sheerlux. It was like one of my first Mm. designer purchases. No, I don't think I did. Anyway, I just wish I bought it a size bigger. I don't wear it enough. I have a marshmallow like that and it's just... 
cute item. Shoulders. Yeah. It's re- and it's really nice shape. And exactly. Color, everything. And this has got gold hardware, which oh, I love. Cool. It's just really cool. Yeah. Anyway. Iro make the best jackets. Yeah. yeah, so good. Um, I bought a pair of Gucci boots on Vestia once, and they were they were really cool. They were patent, and they had the gold horse bit kind of across the front, but they cut like mid calf, oh, which yeah. like I mean, you literally need Alexa Chung legs yes, to yeah. wear those, and I do not have them. I, I mean, I literally wore them once. There's, I think probably now trends have changed. I could have got away with wearing like a kind of culotte style, yeah. you know, like a baggy jean, but it just really wasn't the style. Did you I, sell them? Yeah, I sold them back. Yeah. Best, yeah. Um, but yeah, they take a 30% cut, so you're never going to make back yeah. what you've made. Anyway, not paid a lot for them at all. So it wasn't like a big disaster. But yeah, I think about them a lot. Yeah. There's also things though that I've got rid of where I think, damn, I should have kept Always. That. Always. And make the most amazing pair of gap flares when I was like <laughs> I thought you were going to say something do you know that's so cool when you say flares well, I had an amazing pair of, of black flares yeah. too which but, I got rid of when flares were everything yeah. and I was like I'm never not going to wear flares ever why would you ever wear a skinny god and then obviously skinnies yeah. were in mm. so I got rid of all my flares no flares will always have a yeah. place I'm really ruthless and actually I was talking about Georgie the other day because she comes in sometimes and I'm like you've had that for mm like yeah, she does really well. Really mm. looked after it and yeah. really kept. I just don't have enough space, maybe, yeah. so I'm a bit ruthless. And also, she does really look after her clothes, yeah. whatever the price point is. And I'm not so good at that. I look yeah. after my expensive things, but I'm not very good with my cheap things. And I yeah. think that really shows. Yeah, she's good like that. Someone has said, "Please, can we have a wardrobe tour of Georgie's shoes and bags and clothes?" Yes, you can. It is currently on YouTube on the Shilak Show. Georgie did um, a wardrobe challenge two weeks ago. And the tour ago. is also there from a few years ago as well. Tour. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In short, there's plenty of Georgie fashion content yeah. on YouTube. Um, you just need to go to the Sherlock's uh, YouTube accounts. It's also, I've just been reminded, on IGTV. So there we go. Lots of places to find it. Oh, best makeup lessons slash department stores or places for a makeover in London. I have never gone to a makeup stand to have my makeup done. Have you guys? I have once and I really didn't like it. And I think I then afterwards went and hid behind um, another counter and removed it immediately. <laughs> did, we, did you get it done for an event? No, I think I, I was just walking through somewhere. I was looking at eyeshadows and they were like, oh, let me have a go. Do you want me to put it on you? And I was like, oh God, um, go on then. And I'm not really one for eyeshadow and it just looked so heavy. I just looked like I'd been punched in the face. And I think I was like on my lunch break and then I was like... <laughs> Not a great look to no. head back to the office. Exactly. Ta-da! Yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't really like it. But actually, I can remember when I was looking for an Armani foundation, not an ad, in Harvey Nichols, the, one of the ladies put it on me and it was amazing. I think I was going for a dress fitting straight afterwards and my bridesmaids were like, God, your face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you, thank you. It's this new Armani foundation. I think they are particularly knowledgeable in Harvey Nichols yeah. at the makeup counters. Everywhere is good. Yeah. All those big department stores, but they are really good yeah. there. Yeah. I feel like it's quite a dated thing to go and sit and, yeah. and have your makeup done yeah. at the counter. I would far rather have somebody come to my house yeah. and give me like a bit of a me too. lesson. What I have done actually on a hen, we went to the Charlotte Tilbury store in Covent Garden and they have downstairs like a makeover room oh, with like, fun. yeah, it's actually a really nice hen activity and they've got loads of stools and you can, you, and you know, you can choose like your look from Charlotte yeah. Tilbury and we could all just go and have our look done. And then I think you also got two products to take home as well. Oh, it was really a really good fun. hen activity. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like if I was going to go to anyone, I'd go to Charlotte Tilbury Yeah. For that. Also win-win for Charlotte Tilbury. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Okay, Laura, a couple of interiors questions for you. I'm going to put you on the spot. Any ideas? Well, I think we all know the answer to this question, but any ideas for a lovely big tray for my decanters? Oh no, brackets. I'm too tight to buy Addison Ross. I was going to say Addison Ross. You shouldn't call yourself tight because um, they are expensive and not everybody has that money to spend on a tray. So if you do want a stylish tray that isn't quite so expensive, where can you look? Yeah, I would say that I actually had this conversation with a friend after the spring fair the other day and I was trying to encourage him to spend the money because I think it is a home accessory Mm -hmm. and those are the kind of things that you should build up and kind of spend a bit of money on. But I do think the high street does amazing options. H&M Home at the moment has a really cool rattan tray, which I love. They had it in black first and they've just brought it out in the neutral, but they do sell out quickly. Zara Home, again, I think does great ones for something a bit different. Edit 58 did an amazing scallop oh rattan tray. I saw that this weekend. I couldn't buy it. I tried so oh, fast. Oh, it's um, so good. Out. It's, uh, it sold out mm. in seconds. Did at Etsy you'd be able to get a good yeah, scallop tray and somewhere? Yeah, also Lara Duke. I would just keep an eye on all of these kind of high street stores mm. because once they come in, if they're good... They okay. go out yeah. pretty pretty quickly. So true. So true. Okay. Um, another person has asked, where do I find stylish tea, coffee, sugar canisters? Oh, I love mine from Burley. They were a wedding present and I still adore them. What do they look like? They're the pheasant collection. So they're kind of blue and white china, which I love. I, love I would just stay clear of ones that say tea, coffee, yeah. sugar on them. Agreed. I think just go something simple and plain and it will be a bit more timeless. Okay, another question. Floral long sleeve maxi dresses for a breastfeeding mama, not ridiculously priced. No, I'm going to come to you because I know you like a long sleeve yeah, I event love dress. I love a long sleeve dress. Any oh, recommendations? So is this events specific? No, perhaps not. Floral long sleeve maxi dresses. No, perhaps not. Well, now is, is your time to shop because floral long sleeve dresses are everywhere we've got a beautiful edit going on the site this week for matches which have got some really beautiful ones luke von Sieger, if you have got a bit of money to spend i think is is your brand but also on the high street new look actually have got some really really pretty floral dresses a lot of shearing a lot of sort of puff sleeves off the shoulder if you are looking for something a little bit more affordable and free people are always great for a floral dress as well I also would say Zara, they've got some good button down ones, which if you're breastfeeding is probably quite crucial. Uh, I'm going to do a final quick fire one. I just want a one word answer or as short as you can keep it. Um, best hangover cure, Laura. Oh, Alka-Seltzer. Lou? Toast. Okay. Cheese on toast for me. Um, all right. Thanks for your questions. Please do keep them coming. I love how varied they are. It's such fun. So um, please do keep them coming in. We should talk about um, a couple of pieces that have gone live on site over the last week. We wrote a feature on how to be a better listener. Do you guys think you're good listeners, Laura? I would say I probably wasn't. No, maybe that's a bit harsh, but I'd say I've definitely tried to be a better listener. One of my dad's key advices was to always be interested in what other people say. And I've really, really held on to that. So yeah, I think I've been better. But one of the key points here is try not to fill the silence. And I am terrible at that. I just, no matter how much I try not to, I'm not very good at pausing and there being no noise. I feel like I have to fill it. Couldn't agree more. I feel exactly the same. Um, so, Lou, yeah. Are you a good listener? I think I am quite good. Um, I would much rather somebody else tell a story or tell me something about themselves than me have to do the talking. So I feel like I probably am quite good. But yeah, I agree with you, Laura. That sort of, I hate that feeling where you're 
trying to think of something the next thing to say because you're a bit nervous yeah so you're not really listening or like kind of letting the conversation flow perhaps as naturally because you're thinking the next thing I always think it's worse with people you don't know Mm. so if it's a really good friend that kind of pause is fine and you know you're really kind of taking in what they're saying but if it's somebody new I become like racing to fill the time if you're just if I get nervous going into a, a social situation and I just think of the things that maybe I could talk about or say or, or ask them. I'd always rather ask questions than yeah, ask myself. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I'd probably say I'm quite good. I feel exactly the same as you. I just cannot bear a silence. And the easiest way to to fill a silence is just to say something kind of about yourself. So yeah. like, oh, I had a terrible night sleep last night or whatever it may be. And then I'm always really conscious that I'm just talking about myself. Self. That's my yeah. biggest like, God, am I just banging on about me all the time? Yeah. Well, one of the and points as well, if somebody tells you a point, not to turn it back onto yourself. Yeah. And I feel like I've been surrounded by quite a lot of that as I've grown up and it drives me insane. Mm, It's like, all I'm asking for is five minutes of sympathy. I don't want to hear about your problems. But there is a balance we've met because sometimes I think when you do do that, it kind of levels you with the person that you're speaking to and it actually brings you closer together. And I've read somewhere that once you share something about yourself and you kind of make yourself feel more vulnerable, then people feel more at ease with you. So... There's a fine balance of doing that and then also sounding like, let's tell you about Yes, me. it's so true because often I will try and if somebody tells you something, I might say, oh, and the exact same thing happened to yeah. me, blah, blah, which leads me on to the fact that I so know where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, and yeah. this was so really helpful. Yes, but then you have just, you, you're at danger of that person, you're yeah. at risk of that person thinking, I've just told her something and yeah. she's just talking about herself again. It's also hard, I think, when you're having a conversation with someone and they don't give you much back. Therefore, you kind of feel like you then have to mm. fill that conversation with questions. Or I sometimes feel like if somebody's asked me that question and then I've opened up a bit and then they don't follow up with the mm. next question, then I feel like I've just literally <laughs> filled it by just literally giving my whole <laughs> life story, my yeah. whole life to them. And then I always wish I could rewind time. Interesting. What do you think makes a good listener like if you're talking to somebody what do you appreciate in somebody when you're kind of talking to them or it doesn't even have to be as much as spinning your guts but you know when they say something to make it clear that they've understood what Mm. you've said I think uh, you can tell a good friend by if you've told them something and I I don't necessarily want a solution there and then but they'll check in later in the day and say I've been thinking about this how about xyz I always really appreciate that so agree a follow-up on Mm. anything or even just a I'm thinking about you on that. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to, again, it doesn't have to be something serious, but just a kind of checking in on whatever mm. it is. How did that meeting go in the end? Whatever it yeah. is, yeah. it shows that somebody's been paying attention, doesn't it? Yeah. For me, I think one of the biggest things is eye contact. There is nothing worse yeah. than somebody who is not engaged. And that could be someone that you're chatting to at a drinks party or could be talking to somebody and they're busy doing something else. And I find that so frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Or I, looking over their shoulder. Yes. That is the worst. No, I think I'm quite engaging. So people who are busy looking to other people to talk to, I'm yeah. like, hello. <laughs> yeah. Or like picking up their phone or yes. like trying to do something. Sometimes I feel if you're sharing something really personal, eye contact actually makes me feel a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree. So I kind of want to, I remember you saying that like going for a walk is quite yeah. a good thing because you don't have to stare at each other. So I think depending on the topic, sometimes. Yeah. I think if you've got a big thing to share, often 
going for a walk is a good way to do it. That's what they say about kids as well, that if you need to get something out of your children, put them in the back of your car. Yes, they're not looking directly at you. Yeah, Yeah, it's clever. I am also a terrible multitasker. So often I find this at work actually a lot. Somebody will come and say something to me and I fully listened and fully heard it, but I can't, if I'm in the middle of doing something else, Mm. I'm just not capable of splitting my brain in two in that way. And And I don't know if that's a me thing or if everybody feels the same, but then I feel like it seems like I'm not listening or not engaging and it's just because... I'm not very good at coming out of what yeah. I'm doing and going back into what they're saying. There's also, I think, a really bad thing, and I've definitely done this in the past, where somebody, you've kind of switched off for like a little bit of a conversation, and then you ask a question that, that they've, they've literally just said, and I feel terrible yeah. when that happens. That's my When you listen to an interview when somebody does that, I yeah. think that happens a lot on live radio, and you're just like, oh my God, pay attention. Yeah, that's and I think so that's bad. because, I think this shows someone a really good broadcaster where they've obviously got their set questions, but they're listening mm. for the answers as yeah. well. And there's like a natural dialogue, but they kind of know the key points that they need to cover. Yeah, I think exactly. that's a proper life skill. Mm. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, all right, well, this feature that we wrote on how to be a better listener um, contains lots of good tips. Things like be present, that's the putting your phone down thing, asking questions and reflect. I think that's a really good point. It's like following up on a question. So it's like, oh, do you mean this? Or like, rather than just jumping in with your response, check your body language is another good one on this list as well. I'm like, you could be listening, you know, very intently, but it's out there with your arms crossed. It's not gonna feel like you're listening, is it? All right, well, for more tips on how to be a good listener, then do have a look at the feature on the site. Finally, let's just quickly end with another piece, which I love. This is a feature that Polly wrote. Um, 10 stylish women share their best fashion advice. We tapped everybody from Gabrielle Hackworthy to Jesse Randall, founder of Loffler Randall, to Anna Bromelow, to Rachel Ingram, editor-in-chief of Threads. I mean, some really great names in here um, for their best piece of style advice. I mean, one piece is very, very hard, but I'm going to put you on the spot and ask for your number one piece of style advice in your own time. Whilst you guys have a think, I should share what some of the pieces of advice were. Rabia Schiff, um, who we love, hers was um, always take a pair of sunglasses with you when you leave the house, even in winter. That is such good advice. Mm -hmm. I hate being caught out without my sunglasses. Like really hate it. Rachel Ingram said, my grandmother always says you can judge a man by his shoes. It's true, a beautiful quality pair of shoes can elevate any outfit. Yeah, That's true for women as well, I'd say. And Sarah Corbett Winder, everyone should size up where possible. I mean, it's so true. So true. So true. Uh, Lou, you've got yours. I'm going to run through three really quickly. First one, I think, is to be comfortable. If you don't look in the mirror and think, I feel like me, I think something's not right. So change it. Another really good one, I think, is to take pictures of your outfits, preferably without your face in it. And I think then you kind of assess your look without judgment of what you kind of, you look like, if you're feeling a bit tired or whatever. The other one is if you have um, women whose style you really admire, think about whether they would wear the outfit that you're wearing. And if they would, then great. If they wouldn't, then maybe you need to change something up. Okay, I agree with all of those. Laura? I think... I mine would be to buy within a color palette because then you can mix and match everything within your wardrobe. Fine to have a key kind of out there pieces, but I think it kind of hones your buying slightly too. Otherwise, you are you're kind of what are you drawn to? So I think I actually do the same. Don't for my that, that only works if you like a refined palette. Like if you like to wear lots of color and print. How do you do that? Well, then you only yeah. buy color and print. Then you yeah. don't buy a cream jumper or a pair of white jeans or whatever. You just buy mm. to that color palette, don't you? I use it with my children too. Mm. When they get themselves dressed. Everything matches. You, you can't go too wrong. Yes. Yeah. If they it's want not going to work control, amazingly, but yeah. you've got kind of boundaries there. 
Okay. What's yours? Mine is to have two or three items in your wardrobe that are absolute 100% fail sales you know you feel good in. So whether that's a blazer or a dress or, you know, it, it's going to be different for everybody, but have those pieces where like when all else fails, you know, you'll feel like yourself mm-hmm. and you'll feel good in those and that they kind of work for every occasion yeah. as well. That's my advice. And having, I guess, a, an outfit as a whole as well, yeah. rather than an individual piece, a kind of good, like nothing to wear. Yeah. You just throw that on. And up your sleeve. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. There's ours. So many good pieces of advice in this feature. Um, so do check it out on site. Um, I think that's about it for today. If you enjoyed that, please do email podcast at sharelikes.com. We love hearing from you. And also do let us know if you have any questions for us to cover on the podcast next week. Please do also remember to rate, review. We don't we don't give this enough love, but please do leave us a review. It really helps boost us in the charts. So please do rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Bye-bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.